Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I want you to picture, okay, we're sitting here in, in the radio studio, and I get a note from my assistant producer that says, hey, this big celebrity is on the phone, and their interview is right now. And I'm like, What? I, I have nothing prepped. I don't know what to say to this person. I honestly don't know enough about this person's career or why they're even calling. How we survive that is a moment in Kramer history later on today in the show. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. My name is Steve Kramer. Hi. Uh, so we start every show off talking to my mom. She has the best words of wisdom, truly. Like she is just an amazing, amazing woman. And she has taught me so much wisdom and like got me through some really hard days. And I think that she can do that same for you too with little nuggets of knowledge she has. We'll we'll start by talking to her. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. So yesterday on the show, we kicked off everything. We found out that my mom and my dad are having a disagreement about my dad going out to hang out with his friends during the coronavirus. Actually, I just saw CNN report. Did you see that CNN report, mom, that just came out? I didn't. About Georgia? No. Uh, let me see if I can find that really quick. It says Georgia was the first state to move so aggressively to reopen. Here's where its case count stands today. And let me click on that. Cause you guys have been open now officially for a month. Right. Uh, right from CNN says a month since Georgia took some of the earliest and most extensive steps to reopen parts of its economy. COVID-19 cases have largely flattened in the state, albeit with a slight recent uptick. Data from the Georgia Department of Health shows that the seven-day moving average of the coronavirus cases steadily declined from late April until mid-May, a reflection of either stay-at-home uh, uh, sorry, a reflection of the earlier stay-at-home order. The moving average of cases then flattened at just uh, over 500 new cases per day, and the totals have risen slightly since May the 12th. Some health experts worry, though, that the reopening combined with the state's limited testing capability could lead to an increase in cases that could overwhelm hospitals, such as what happened in Albany. Apparently, there was a bad situation down in Albany, Georgia, uh -huh, right. a few days after everything opened up. So, right. That's the latest, uh, not a little bit of an uptick, but not, it's not like everything kind of went crazy. So yeah, we just now got those numbers in today. Yes. Um, do you want to explain the situation of where he wants to go and what he wants to do? And then we'll bring him on to hear his case. Well, I think he can probably explain what the deal is and, okay. and we'll have a point counterpoint of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So let's bring my dad on there. He can kind of explain why he's wanting to. Uh, he's, he already went out day one, in case you didn't hear, and got his hair cut. He did. Right he's when already the, been to the, to the hair salon. Yes, yep, he the has. The first day, the Georgia reopened hair salons. He was one of the first people mm -hmm. out there. So now he's trying to venture out to hang out with people. And All right. Let's talk okay. to dad. Okay. Hang on. Can you close it? You didn't bring your song today? I thought it wouldn't uh, fit in too good, but next time I'll bring it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll look forward to that. All right. Okay, so what do you want to do? You already ventured out into the cruel world during your haircut. Now, what's the problem with the friends? Well, you know, uh, we all have... Uh, 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 we all going to have a tough time trying to get back and, and help open this economy. You know, it's it's... We've got to get it open, you know, one way or the other. 
Right. Uh, and there's no easy way. So everybody's got to go through this process. Sure. One, and, and each time you go out, there's probably going to be a different set of uh, parameters and risks. So I'm with, I, I belong to a group of uh, elementary friends and then we meet and go to lunch once every month. And we've been doing this for seven years. Okay. We lit, we missed last month, first time in seven years. So think about that. That's a big deal. Yeah. So that's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. But we're also, right, to be fair, in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. So I would say yeah. there's probably some reasons why it would be okay to, to skip a month. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you get back in? How do you get this economy going again? And how do you get back into having lunch again? It's tough. So, uh, <laughs> They decided they're going to lunch, three of them. And so I'm sitting there, you know. And there's on, how many of them? There's three of them? Uh, what's four? Now there's only uh, you know, what's five. Now there's only four of us. Okay. And they all decided, and we have a little group on Facebook, and they decided they were going. And so I said, I'm coming. Without okay. knowing if I'm coming yet. I thought I'd do all my, you know, detailed stuff. But I didn't sure. want to, you know. I didn't want to rain on their party because they were all excited. So I uh, called the restaurant and asked them what they have done uh, for <laughs> okay. safety and reduce the risk. And I was pretty impressed. I was pretty impressed. Uh, okay. A new air filtration system that will kill any bacteria, and it's one of the, you know, the best in the world, they said. Uh, uh, they've taken out half the table, so every table is six feet apart. So nobody right. should be within six feet. Uh, all their uh, people that work there wear masks. Uh, right. After each person gets up on the table, they're going to put down this stuff, this borax. It'll hopefully not kill people, but it will, but it will kill germs. <laughs> so I'm still in the making, trying to make decision mode. But we have to, each one of us have to make decision. And you know, the governments can't do anything for us. Uh, they could get, they could shut it down. Guess what? We're going to have to now figure out. Which places we want to go and when? That's going to be the challenge. I'm telling you, right? Okay, so you, yeah, you sound pretty dedicated. Well, let's hear mom now. Let's see why she's so uh, opposed to this, and I'll make my final judgment over here on if you should be able to leave the house or not. <laughs> that's where I am in my life now. I've now become the parent, apparently, between <laughs> my actual parents. <laughs> You know, they say that happens. Is this I it? I know. I think, I think right here in this moment, we did it. We just Uh-oh. hit that point. Uh-oh. Okay. We're moving to San Diego with you. Okay. Get that bedroom ready. <laughs> it won't be long. <laughs> okay. Be long. Okay. All right. All right. So you heard, his, you heard all his points. I did. I and? did. And, you know, I still think it's too early for someone that has a uh, – you know, a health condition. Your dad has cancer. And I still think that it's too early for him to be out in a restaurant. I don't care how good their filter system is because he's still around other people. You can't eat with a mask on. And I'm sure they are probably not sitting six feet apart from each other. I, you know, I'm trying to decide for myself, like, is it worth the risk? Right? right? NPR had a great thing in their newsletter today that I'm going to try to remember. And it's how to determine if you should go out. And it's based on four things, time, place, people, and space. 
I'm going to I'm going to assess that every time. How much time will I be there? Where am I going? With whom am I going? And what is the space? Is mm-hmm. the space open and airy? Is it outdoors? Do I know if the people have been quarantined, semi-quarantined, if they've been sick? You know, is the right. place safe? Is it worth it? Um, and how much time will I be there? Because that's the other thing they say. You know, if you're there for a prolonged period of time in a close space with a lot of people, then even it you know, depends on how much we drink. <laughs> Yes. And as a general rule, they're there about three hours. Just saying. Just saying. Okay. I see your point. I see your point. Yeah. So I, okay. I'm I'm ready to rule on this. Can you give dad half the earbuds so he can hear? Yes, I can. He's ready to make a determination now about what his Okay, Judge Judy, what you going to tell (laughs) I I understand your point dad because you want to get everything going started back again and you know get the economy going as we all do and mom i see your point of like being safe and i think what we're gonna do is you're not gonna go but not just for one more month like next month you're definitely gonna go but this month you're not gonna go but you guys are all gonna go and you're gonna have a uh zoom or any kind of digital lunch together so you guys can still hang out but you're just going to do it for one more month at a safe distance because i don't want you to be one of the first people i mean mom is right you know you do you you are immune compromised and so i don't think you need to be the pioneer of what is safe and what is not you know so uh i got my my hair cut i got my hair cut (laughs) yes you you survived that so let's not push it I I say I rule one more month, and then you can hang out with your elementary school friends again. Okay, uh, Judge Judy, uh, one, uh, you you've got to call them, tell them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to tell them the ruling. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Billy okay. and Billy, oh boy, Big Bill, woo, oh. <laughs> not gonna be happy about that. He ain't gonna be happy. All right. All right. That's, All that's right, what guys. I rule. Well, All, All right. right. Thank All you. Right. Love All you. Right. Love you. All right. <laughs> I mean, I know he's still going to go, but. <laughs> well, we'll see. I'll let you know tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah, happens? Yeah. I mean, he can do what he wants to do. He is an adult. He still right. is of sound mind for the most part. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know if he's ever been of sound mind, but. <laughs> so he can make part. his own decision, um, and I'll just quarantine myself upstairs for 14 days when he comes home. Yeah, that might be uh, that might be the best idea <laughs> for everybody. That might be well, even if he doesn't wait, go, you might want to tell him what you what? did today. Tell him what you did today. Bring that <laughs> uh, maid in here and let her talk over that rail. What happened? Oh, and, and oh, he did get upset about that. It affected this whole house. <laughs> What what happened? <laughs> what happened? Well, you're a wife of mine does everything right, right? <laughs> so, you know, here I am. You know, we had a big weekend here. The kids, you know, social distancing, all that crap. We weren't eating in the same place. Uh-huh. We did a great job. And I said, I'm going to get somebody. I said, Nancy, get somebody to clean that place up there so you don't have to do it. And it's upstairs. You know, you know, we'll, we won't have to go up there for a year. Uh, all the germs will die. 
<laughs> so, uh, so, so I figured she took care of everything and she did pretty much. So this lady comes in, you know, she's been doing this for five years. She's a good old country girl. I hope she's not listening. And, <laughs> and, uh, you know, no mask comes in, goes upstairs. Oh, that's good. Goes upstairs. I'm saying, no, shit, no mask. And so, you know how our bedroom split, uh, right there in the living area. Yeah. So there's a walk across, you know, right. uh, that's open. So, so it like looks over the den, right? So a little walkway that looks over, over the yeah, den. Just so you can yeah, kind of visualize yeah. that, right? So Nancy and I are in the bedroom watching a movie. And all of a sudden we heard, hear Brenda say, uh, Jim, Jim, <laughs> uh, what do you want to do about this? <laughs> you want me to make up the beds? Well, that's a stupid question to start with. <laughs> and so Nancy walks out and she's a directly underneath her while they talk and laugh, you know, and I'm sitting there saying, Oh my God. Oh man. What's coming out of her mouth. Oh Lord. And this so lady, that she was like, she was like spitting down on mom and then mom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And how many houses has she been in the last month? Yeah, and she just true. told me the story that her, <laughs> she's going to be late. Cause her, 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 Somebody died. <laughs> somebody, the, her grandchildren felt, found somebody dead in the trailer. <laughs> Wait, from yes, so from coronavirus? No, I don't know. It doesn't matter. You know, these. I'm just trying to tell you the kind of people these people are. You know, it's like who knows where she's been. You know, anyway, and I said, Nancy, you, you can't do that. You know, I said, Brenda, you know. You, <laughs> Quit talking. Y'all quit talking. Well, in that case, you better get out of there and go to lunch tomorrow. That's like probably the safer bet. It. it sounds and, like and you're this in a, is infected now. I gotta get out of here. Hot, I gotta go, Steven, now. now. <laughs> I gotta go now. Bye. <laughs> sounds like the Yancey household's become a hot spot in Georgia. That's gonna be the, the epicenter of uh of this disease is now. <laughs> yeah, now our street's going to be the epicenter now in Dawsonville. No, it sounds like it. <laughs> Whew, something else. There's something else. In there. It's a lot Lord. going on. Just a lot going on. A lot going on. All the time. COVID or no COVID. There's just a lot going Always on. something with these two. It's crazy. Well, um, last night I thought I'd give you an update because you asked yesterday about it. I haven't really talked about the haunted house recently, but last night was really yeah. bad. It was a oh. really bad haunted house night. And I told you I had an update. And for some reason, I just can't get my, I feel like now we have so much content now that it's almost like, especially last week with all the commencement speeches, I couldn't find like the right time to fit in a haunted house story, but this feels like an okay time. Yeah. So in case you're new to the podcast, I pretty dang sure I live in a haunted house and I have this house is from 1925 and it is, there's two people that have for sure died in this house and not too long ago, just a few years ago, like right before I moved in, the guy, the, the man had passed away and the woman passed away maybe a year, maybe before he did. And they were 97 and 99. Well, I've noticed all kind of weird stuff since I've lived here, but over the last, I, I feel like it's like getting worse. Maybe mm. it's kind of, I'm here more often or I don't know. So last night though, last night was just probably the loudest boom. I say I hear these boom noises right around two forty-five every night. And last night it was, I'd actually woken up and thank God I did wake up. Um, because I, uh, forgot to put the podcast. Uh, I forgot to post the podcast for today. <laughs> so, I'm glad that I that did wake me, but I woke up about maybe about two thirty, two four, maybe a little because it was before two forty, and I, I just started to like doze back off, and that's when all of a sudden it's like it's like I heard that like that thud, 
mm. that comes sounds like it's coming out from like in the hallway mm. and i i like it's so loud that it like startles me like i mm-hmm. literally like like wake up and like that you know like oh panic of mm-hmm. like what is that noise and again i can't really figure out what would cause that noise to happen? The air conditioning wasn't on, the heat wasn't on, nothing was on that could have actually caused that thud noise. And I've heard it loud enough now and long enough now to know. And it, it happens, the times vary, but it happens sometime like in the middle of the night. Every, never like, because I'm here almost all the time now, never happens during the day, only in the middle of the night. Mm. Well, I can tell you it was, it would have been last Sunday now. This one was one of the trippier ones was I was going to take the garbage out. Now, in the kitchen that I have to walk by to take that garbage out, there's two windows that like the sink is up next to, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I do is I walk out the side door and I have to walk back past these two windows to get over to my garbage cans to take them down the driveway. So I walk out the door and I look. I'm not actually looking, but like in my peripheral, I definitely see a woman at the sink, like no there, it, it is way. clear as day, like clear as day. Like there was a woman almost just like, oh shit. And then I walk past the second window and that's when I'm like, wait, was that? And I turn around. Of course, there's nothing there at that point. Mm. But that's like, that's been one of the weirdest ones yet where I've like seen, I could make like, cause last time I told you that story in case you didn't hear, I don't remember what episode it was now, but there was an episode where I swear I looked out and I saw, um, from my guest bathroom, I saw somebody walking down the hall, but that was like a shadowy figure. This one, I literally saw a woman and it looked like to be an older woman at like the kitchen sink. Hmm. And so I don't know. I don't know what to do Hmm. about it. I'm almost at a point now where I want to talk to the ghost and be like, it's cool. Like you guys can be here, but don't be waking me up. Like, don't be, it's just not it. Why so late? Like I'm here all day. If you're going to be spooky, be spooky during the day. She wasn't in there mopping your floor. Was she? I wish. No, that'd be welcomed at this point. This floor is looking so bad. That is very bizarre. Yeah. So, um, well, thank God you woke up because then you remembered that you hadn't I hadn't posted the, the podcast for today. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I usually see. Maybe I, they're your really your guardian guardian angels. Maybe I just don't know what the boom is. The boom is so weird. It's so it's mm-hmm. almost. And I know if I were to stay up and like listen for it out in the hallway, I promise you, like I wouldn't hear it. I just know I uh-huh. wouldn't. But right, that mystery boom noise that happens every mm-hmm. night, and then I, it's like I almost hear these like footsteps. There's definitely like things moving. But Kiki doesn't get alarmed. Like Kiki right. is really my Chihuahua. She's really skittish, yes. and so. That's why I don't really worry about it. I don't worry like someone's in my house physically, but. And she's yeah. in the kitchen. She's, she's in, in the kitchen. Yeah, in Kiki the, sleeps in the kitchen. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. she would, I feel like if something really spooked her, she would be mm-hmm. up and like kind of freaking out. So, um, uh, okay. So you sent me a really cool, you know, we always have to try mm-hmm. to have some positivity in the show because that's what moms are best at. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, she sent me a great quote in case you don't, my, my mom texts me every morning. That's where this podcast was established because she used to send me these really motivational texts every day. Like when I was going through my divorce and she still does. Um, and so the one, I really like the one today cause I think it's, um, I don't know if it's just pertaining to me, but yeah, well, um, it was. that's who I sent it to. Yeah. It's a very <laughs> narrow audience for her, her messages, but maybe there's somebody that can also, uh, appreciate this. So what, mm-hmm. um, what do you, what'd you come up with? How'd you find this? Okay. So this is one of my favorite poets. It's a Persian poet, uh, Rumi. Um, and it says, you don't have to know the path. Just take the first step. As you start to walk out on the way, the way appears. 
That's Rumi. And what I yeah. said was just keep walking one step, one day at a time. You'll finally reach your destination. And what is destination? Is destiny, right? I've never in my life, and mark my word on this, I've never just headed towards something with no plan. And right now I feel like I'm just grasping at straws. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything that I do, this whole thing is just like, like grasping at straws. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to launch something next week that to me is, I, it makes me so uncomfortable and it's out of my comfort zone. And um, Do I know all, about it? No, not yet. Because <laughs> I'm not really oh, talking okay. about it yet because I don't even know I'm going to do it. But oh, okay. it's something that I just feel like I'm being led to do and that just feels and again i'm not trying to keep anything from you but i'm just gonna need i need to just like wait a few more days on it before i talk about it it's the very first time in my life where i've just haven't really had a plan well you have a plan no but i don't i don't have a plan like i'm just kind of i'm kind of steering my ship in so many different directions you know like i'm I'm trying to get this podcast financially stable right Right. and trying to make it into a thing at the same time i'm kind of looking at uh you know trying to find radio jobs where I can still do this podcast. And I hope you know that no matter what, this podcast will never go away. Like I, I want anyone that's really, you know, put time and you've invested any type of energy into this podcast. It's never just going to disappear. I mean, I hope there's some days I wake up and I'm like, am I doing enough? Right? Like, Mm. am I, should I be doing more? And and if so, how does that look in every, every arena? Right? Like, Mm. I guess maybe because I've been in uncertainty for so long, Mm. there comes a point where you're just over it. Right. Where you're just like, okay, I wish that I was like, okay, my plan is I'm going to stay in San Diego and I am going to stay in this house. And this podcast is going to be able to be financially successful enough to where I can just put full force into it. And, then we're going to do everything it takes just to make this thing successful. Right. Mm. Um, but I can't, you know, I, I don't know that that's going to be reality for this podcast. Unfortunately, I don't think I can make this podcast a full-time job unless right. I want to move home with you, yeah. um, which is not and on the table. You don't. Uh, right. <laughs> so <laughs> That's not going to be an option. Right. Love when you, you say like love one, you, but no. one, you know, or it's like, am I doing enough right now to, if I'm like, well, I mean, I think I'm going to have to probably do both for a while where I do, you know, look for radio jobs and then continue to do this podcast on the side too, mm-hmm. is am I doing enough in that arena? Am I, am mm-hmm. I able to, am I devoting enough time? Should I be spending more time? And I don't even know how that looks. So I, when you oh. say one foot in front of the other, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I feel like I am putting one foot in front of the other every single day, but I'm blindfolded. So I'm just kind of mm-hmm. like walking and kind of stumbling into walls and like just I'm moving forward. It's just very clunky because I don't have a plan. And damn it, I love a plan. I love having a good plan. I know. And I love executing do. it. Yes. And I, you know. I am just every day, every night when I go to bed, I'm like, Lord, Lord, please just say I'm heading in the right direction. That's all you need to do because that's where the plan comes from. So the plan may not be for you to be in San Diego. It may be much greater and grander than that, but it will be the right plan at the right time. Trust it. Well, I hope I helped with you in your in, in dad's situation. <laughs> I don't know. I, I well, think no matter I mean, what, he's going to do what he no. wants. We've expressed our opinions to one another, and he can make his own decision. He's a big boy, That's and true. I will honor it. But if he goes, I'll just be upstairs for 14 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds so, like even your house may be a, a, a scary place to be now. I, I know. It's so scary. So scary. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, it's good talking to you. Always, honey. Always. Okay. I love you. I love you forever. All right. When we get back, so imagine ring, ring. Hey, surprise celebrities on the phone. Instantly, I've got to go to an interview with no prep and not even tell the celebrity. We didn't know they were calling. It's a moment in Kramer history. and It's next on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, so this was a very stressful moment in Kramer history. Um, I I had to take a celebrity's phone call that I had no idea was calling on the air. No prep. Honestly, knew very little knowledge about them. But in about a five-minute interview, I had to make them feel like we knew exactly what was going on. It was a very awkward moment in Kramer history. It's up here in just a couple seconds. All right, before uh, we get to it, Let's go back to your calls from yesterday. So in case you weren't here for yesterday's podcast, we did Ask My Mom. and had a listener write in saying that she had a friend that owed her $700. Uh, she had ended up, I think, originally giving her 1400 The friend paid back half and now is having to move out of California because she can't afford to live here. And her car got repossessed. And she's like, well, am I allowed to ask for that money back? We got into this whole conversation about lending friends money and and you know, do you recommend doing it? Have you done it before? Did it get awkward and got some good calls? Hey, Kramer. It's Eileen from Georgia. Just listening to your podcast today about loaning a friend money. Just thought I'd share my experience. I've actually been on both sides of that. I have loaned someone money before, and I did just like you said. I figured I would never see the money again. I did it because I wanted to. This person just happened to be in an abusive relationship, and I wanted to help her out. Um, I don't even remember to this day if she ever paid me back, but it's okay. I didn't expect her to. Um, But I've been on the flip side of that, and I've had to borrow money and wished I'd never done it because it really did, uh, it damaged a a relationship I had with a good friend at work. I have since paid her back. I actually set up a direct deposit out of my paycheck, and that seemed to work. Um, I think it took about six months, but she ended up getting all of her money back. But I wished I would have never done that because I felt so bad that I couldn't pay it back in a timely manner. It was nothing I ever expected to happen. It's, It's a part of me that I don't, I'm not proud of. It was years ago, but I kind of want to reach out to her and just tell her, you know, how much I thank her for helping me. Um, maybe I will right now. Maybe but she never, she was pretty bitter about it, but I, you know, I tried to be very honest with her and anyway, so I've been on both sides of that, but I appreciate the podcast that really hit home today. Hey Kramer, it's Stacy calling from Nashville. A friend of mine had bought some concert tickets for us. It was about a hundred dollars. I told him that I would pay him when I got paid. And I went to pay him, couldn't get the Venmo to go through. So before I could see him, my hot water heater went out. So I told him to please sell my ticket. It had been two weeks, I, you know, the day after I was trying to Venmo him, it didn't go through. He got mad, unfriended, and blocked me over it. When this all happened, he said he could sell the ticket because it was more than he had said it was going to be. 
if I wasn't comfortable paying the $100, he said it was only going to be 50 So he got mad. I understand that he was upset, and I understand that he bought that knowing I was going to pay. But my hot water heater is a little more important than an Incubus concert. <laughs> Have a great day. Bye. You, know, you can call anytime, 888 888- Kramer 8, and I think that especially in moments like this for Ask My Mom, it's they're really helpful. So 888-Kramer8, a new Ask My Mom tomorrow on the show, and now, a moment in Kramer history! Yeah, so welcome to a moment in Kramer history. I have had a long, illustrious, what's illustrious mean? Is that a positive word? Hey Siri, define illustrious. Illustrious means well-known, respected, and admired for past achievements. Yeah, okay, I'll go. We'll go with illustrious. I don't know if past achievements is fine. I mean, for over ten years now, I've been doing morning radio, and the weirdest stuff happens when you're in morning radio. And I'm telling you those stories through either playing moments in Kramer history stuff that happens on the air, or talking a lot about the behind-the-scenes stuff with the Monday Cheese May, right? So I want to take you back. The year was 2011. It was actually this week in 2011, okay? Sitting there, and if I remember correctly, it was towards the end of the show. And all of a sudden, my producer at the time, my assistant producer, hands me a note and says, this celebrity is on the phone. And that celebrity was Exhibit. Now, let me refresh your memory of Exhibit. Very popular rapper, um, which maybe 10, 15 years ago now, maybe 20 years ago. Um, Also hosted the show Pimp My Ride on MTV. Now, we didn't ask for this interview. Somehow wires got crossed and our station information got put on his call list for promoting his new album. Well, we were, I was like, well, I'm not going to pass up the opportunity because honestly, in the station we were at, we weren't really big enough to be getting interviews like this. So I was like, sure, we'll take it. Problem is we didn't have any kind of prep for exhibit whatsoever. So here's what went down. Mandy's writing me a note. I have no idea what it says. I think it said interview with exhibit now. Yeah. Who's exhibit? X to the Z. Oh, exhibit. They're on right now. Exi- what? This is not right. Miguel, find out what's going on here. Wait. Like. This is they got the wrong person. I'll talk to him. How did they get what the wrong exhibit? person? Exhibit does what? Exhibit does. Um, I'm an beeping alcoholic. No, no, no. But. X to the Z. Hang on. What is what? going on here? With Exhibit, like the rapper. I told Dial you. Global. He's, gonna... They're on the phone right now. Okay, put them on. Okay. Exhibit. Good morning. How you doing, Hi. man? Uh, what's going on? We're down here in Panama City Beach wondering where you are. I'm in Los Angeles right now. Nice. When are you coming to visit oh, us, man? Yeah, de- definitely. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. You know, Holly uh, is actually a big fan, our co-host over here. And this no. is oh, very cool. It's true. I am a big fan, especially about the alcoholic song. Nice. I know it was a while back, but like <laughs> that was our anthem in college. Well, there it is. Well, you know what? I get a lot of people that express that same sentiment, and I'm happy I can get you guys buzzed for so long. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you know, I, I got to ask you a question, Exhibit, because I, honestly, when I think of Exhibit, and I just want to know if this is cool with you, I think of Pit My Ride. Okay, that's is, all right. Is that okay? I mean, I know that show. I mean, that show's done now. How long? When did that show run? It was a few years back now. Yeah, definitely. I, we haven't been. I haven't worked on that show for at least five years. But every time I hear Exhibit, isn't that weird? The first yeah. thing I yeah. think is him saying, "I'm gonna pimp your ride." Well, it when was everyone branded. says that, yeah, you're yeah. like, "Oh, Exhibit." 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's so, good. You know, I mean, I, it, it definitely uh, had an impact on pop culture on a whole. Sure. And uh, it, it was definitely a platform that nobody knew was going to be available or accessible to me. So, you know, from yeah, that, yeah, from yeah. doing that, you know, networks and and and. And and film studios got to see a side of my personality that you didn't didn't get to see in music. Well, it was weird, you know, because I mean, you wouldn't think when you think about a pimp my ride kind of thing, you wouldn't think of Exhibit as the first person, just yeah. Because you know, yeah. you're, you are well, in that side, yeah. Uh, you know, a friend of mine named Rick Herbert created the show, and uh, you know, it's it, it's it's it was it was uh, out of nowhere, you know. But I was blessed to be a part of it, and you know, it made a lot of people happy and opened a lot of doors. So well, I'm, I'm glad. You're in L.A. right now, so it is what time? 7.55. That's right. I've been up since 5.30, Damn, though. Dude. Oh, my oh, goodness. What is Exhibit wearing at 7.55 in the morning? Oh, my God. Can Damn. I ask you that? I want to I'm ask glad you. you don't have video conference. Yeah. Because I'm in some shorts. I'm in my little hiking shoes and an Adidas sweatshirt. There you go. Oh, that's okay. At least you're comfortable. You know what's really <laughs> weird about this exhibit is because um, there's somebody on our show that is sitting here quietly, and I don't know why. Uh, our producer, Mandy... Yes. When we found out we were talking to you, has been pumped. You haven't said a word to Exhibit yet. Hi, Mandy. How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'll tell you, um... Mandy actually rapped. Uh, she's a little. Oh, that's yeah. true. Oh my gosh! Pull it up. Can we play I don't it, please? Know if I can play it. I can play it fast enough. Oh, that's okay. I know it by heart. I can just sing it. Oh yeah. Me. Why don't you sing it? Uh, can you actually exhibit? This is true. Um, she worked with a local producer because mm-hmm. we told her she could never be a rapper, mm-hmm. and okay. I thought it'd be awesome if maybe Exhibit could give you a little critiques. And now this is this is a freestyle. So or, I guess yeah. Look for the real one while she's doing the freestyle. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Mandy, cool. All can right. You throw it down for us. If yeah, I, let's, can let's, I get some beat behind it? Go ahead. No, okay. you do it yourself. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, how you doing? It's it's your girl, Mandy. I'm a beach girl. You know my feet, Sandy. Tall glass of brandy, a little bit of Alize. Got my tips up. Look at my poker face. Ali. Ooh. Ah. Hello Kitty Shades with a diamond in the middle. Hating on my dance. You can get the middle. I'm, I'm a hot day. Sun kissed hand. Heating up the club. Fr- frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best thing Honestly, that's ever happened. Exhibit, what do you think, man? You can be honest. <sighs> okay. <laughs> you got to hear the produce one. Though. That is, okay. Yeah, you got to get okay. the beat behind See, it. That's the problem, though. Yeah. The yeah. Rise Band yeah. and YouTube has made everybody feel like they can rap. Everybody's a rapper. Everybody's a rapper now. So if you had to give it like an A through F rating, where would you put Mandy? Well, uh, it's not deplorable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll put it like this. At least she can keep a beat. There you yeah. go. Kind of. Kind of, man. We're on the phone with Exhibit. The uh, the CD is Ur- uh, Urban Ammo 2. Yes. Of course, on iTunes right now, you guys mm-hmm. can grab that. Exhibit, I appreciate the time this morning, man. No, I appreciate you, you guys, and thank you for the freestyle. Absolutely. Oh. Um, thank you for your critique. Don't be copying right. that. If I hear that soon, I'm going to know where that came from. Okay? All right, Exhibit, everybody. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Yeah, see you soon, man. Okay, now it's time to uh, time to be honest. The F was that? <laughs> no, I scheduled did. that. Who scheduled that? I did not. Uh-oh. Who I scheduled that? Oh, uh, I don't know who scheduled it. What, what, what were we, uh-oh? Because of the th- uh, paper note slipped that, under the door. What's it It said, you guys are funny, and then there's a signature that says, thanks. Who signed that? I don't know. I, don't know. I can't tell. I don't know. Who? Yeah. Like, how?
how did that? I have no idea. Miguel, you were the executive producer of the show. <laughs> you were supposed know. to know. Like Mandy looks at me and she and literally this is what it says. Interview with exhibit now. Well, I mean, and you're like, who is this exhibit? I said, I couldn't I remember. Fast enough. I said, but you knew more than I did. And I'm white. <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, I got to give myself an A, maybe a B, maybe a B plus, right? For not knowing anything about exhibit. I did no research. I just knew pimp my ride. I had to keep a five minute go interview going. I, I give the team I give the team a, a good effort on on doing that. And poor Mandy, I haven't talked about Mandy a lot, but she was our assistant producer, and she um, she obviously knew nothing about exhibit. So I love when I was like, yeah, she's a huge fan. Like, what a, that was a jerk move. Anyway, that's another uh, another moment in Kramer history. There was another celebrity interview that was really awkward because we didn't see it coming, and that was. With um, that I'm trying. It was John Tesh. You remember John Tesh? Again, we're in Panama City, Florida. We weren't getting like these these major interviews. So anytime we got anybody with any kind of notoriety, we thought we were such a big deal. I think I'll make that a more Mama's Boy podcast for today for you to go listen to. Uh, maybe maybe sometime this week. I know I've got a, a few of those I got to get up. So uh, go check out that uh, that uh, interview where we. I don't think we knew he was going to call that day. Other than we knew he had a tour coming in and. So I'll put that as a more Mama's Boy podcast for you to go go listen to. Okay, let's get to the good news now. Okay, at the end of every single show, I bring you some good news. Of course, the stuff from San Diego today, which will be you know a day old by the time you get it, is that uh, salons and barbershops are able to open up soon. So that's exciting, you know, for getting us back on track over here. I know you Georgia folks got a lot of listeners in Georgia too. Uh, you guys are probably it's much more back to normal than it is over here. Uh, let's go over to Africa today, shall we? So there is. Um, some good news coming out of the Maasai Mara over in Kenya. It's home to the famous red cloak Maasai people and some of the most characteristic animals on Earth. Well, it became pretty clear that the coronavirus is basically going to knock out tourism, which was the way they stay afloat, right? So they decided to get on this website, and uh, it's called A-V-A-A-Z, Avaza. And basically, it's uh, it connects local people for like these movements, right? People that are like interested in helping with movements. And they were trying to see if they could get any people to like, hey, can you support us during this hard time? As a result, 100,000 people raised money to pay for the ranger's salaries, ensuring that this critical uh, elephant migration apparently that was going to go on was going to be safe from poachers. So that was really cool. And then there was enough to secure some sanction and medical supplies and food for the Maasai community there so they could survive through the coronavirus. But 100,000 people came forward. Man, think about that number for a second. 100,000 people said, yeah, this is important enough to me to actually donate money even through uh, through all of this chaos. So there, I don't think we've had any Africa, Africa good news yet. So that's, uh, that's cool. Let's come back over to the U.S. now. Over to Denver. So there is this uh, this 32-year-old female. Her name is Ilsia. I-L-L-S-I-A. Ilsia? Sure. Ilsia? Whatever. Uh, Ilsia is, uh, has been struggling to make ends meet because the coronavirus obviously shut down the salon for about two months, right? And for all of our hairdressers out there, I get it. It's tough, right? Anybody, Any kind of service industry people. That is your income. So luckily, though, like a lot of her customers had started Venmoing her payments and support during the closure, but she had to 
she was still like not enough for her. So she had, as a single mom, she was forced to negotiate some special arrangements for her rent and her utility bills to be able to stay afloat. Well, over in Denver, the barbershops were able to recently reopen, right? And so things had been really tough for her. And she returned to work, and obviously it, was, it had been really busy. She was busy. She was finishing up a Saturday night shift last week. A man walks in for a haircut. This is a walk-in, no appointment, right? And so she starts trimming his hair. They chat about baseball in Colorado and you know being how difficult it was to get through quarantine. After she finished the job and she started sweeping the floors, the man settled the bill up with a receptionist. But before he left the store, he made this puzzling party comment. He said, just so you know... It's not a mistake. And then he leaves. Well, you know, a couple minutes later, the receptionist runs over to to Ilsa and is like, hey, check this out. So the dude tipped her $2,500. Not only that, but he gave $500 to the receptionist, $1,000 to the general manager, $1,800 to be divided up against the, or against the uh, not amongst, excuse me, the, the shop's 18 employees. So that's a total of $5,800 in tips. So at the end, she said, I cried. I'm a single mother. I've been, it's been a rough couple of months not knowing what's going to happen and not knowing when we might be able to reopen and go back to work. So, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. You know, as you're going back to these places that are opening up, I hope you'll keep this kind of stuff in mind. If it's your hairdresser, if it is your, uh, your favorite restaurant, if it is your, uh, your favorite business, small bi- can you support a small business right now? There's a way to like, I don't know how you would do that there, but, but get creative here and helping our stores open back up. And at the end of every show, I leave you with a made me laugh. It's, it's something I saw online that made me laugh. I think parents, you'll you'll get it. I I feel like I would be a good parent. I don't know. I don't know that I'd be a good parent, but I feel like I'd want like moments like this where I can just mess with my kid because that's probably the, one of the best joys of being a parent is be the one that would like do the messing with, right? So I want you to picture this one. It's a little bit visual, but there's a girl. She looks maybe, I don't even know. She's a year old at this point, but she's sitting in the refrigerator and she won't get out. And so dad decides to just kind of do a citizen's arrest on her. And she is not happy. I need you to please exit. Please exit the refrigerator. Ma'am, quit resisting. Get out of the refrigerator, ma'am. You are resisting arrest. Ma'am. Please exit. Please exit the refrigerator. No, ma'am. You need to exit now. We don't have time for this. Exit the refrigerator. Ma'am, you are going. You're resisting arrest. You need to go. Get out. Get out now. That video is in the show notes, so go check that out. Thank you so much for being a part of the show today. Appreciate you so much. Do you have a second to leave a review? Because that'd be amazing. Uh, you know, just put it down there. Try it below. It's only on Apple, by the way. You only have to listen on Apple Podcasts. I think it's the only place you can leave reviews. But leave a review. Would love it for five stars if I earned it. If not, then you give me what I deserve, okay? Tomorrow, we have another Ask My Mom. And I forget what else. Anyway, it's tomorrow. Love you. See you then. Goodbye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.